Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Final Fantasy IX is over and has been for 23 years, uh, but we are just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. That's right, everybody. The Final Fantasy podcast is back. It's the feed that will never truly die. I am Brooklyn Zed, and I'm here this time with my good friend, my old co-host, Adam H., here to play Final Fantasy IX for the first time. Adam, how's it going? It's going good. It's been... How long has it been, Zed? I feel like... I can't. Since I forget. The torture actually. of Crisis Core. Since the torture of Crisis Core in the olden days. God, what a terrible game that was. Okay, <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to rehash that. I. Um, gosh, there was like another part of Crisis Core. I think I played like half of it, and then I was like, truly, why am I doing this? Wow. And then, I don't even know. Anyway, we're back. Final Fantasy IX. I don't know if this is going to be better or worse. Um, certainly going to be different than than Crisis Core and Remake, which I were were kind of our last two. So. There's some weird stuff going on. There's some weird, uh-huh. weird people, some weird vibes. There's a bunch of birds and animals all over the place. We're doing plays. We're playing mini games. We're jumping rope. We're maybe being slaves. It's a weird, it's a weird situation here in our first little, uh, you know, our first little thing. So I, I, I didn't play like a ton of the game. Over an hour, though, I put in into this little section here of which you assured me, no, will not take over an hour. I, fi- I finally hit the save point for where I'm able to like stop those freaking Moogle, whatever, Koopos. And it's like an hour 31 is where wow. I ended okay. at. And so, you know, so I guess in, in, in your defense, I was like multitasking quite heavily. And I, uh. you know, I was like watching football and I had, you know, there, there was like other stuff happening last night, but it still took me a long time. It wasn't like I was dawdling around. Like I was still uh-huh. like actively doing stuff, but the math yeah, was so confusing. I sh- it's, a, I it's just a lot. Ex- I should explain up here at the top. I recently completed what I am officially calling my first playthrough of Final Fantasy IX a couple weeks ago. I had technically played this game back in probably 2014 or 15 before I was a gamer at all, before I'd played any Final Fantasies. My friend lent me his PlayStation. Oh. Full stop PlayStation. For no PS1? numbers. Just the, the... A, a PlayStation. 
it was the size of a portable DVD player. I don't know if you've ever even seen a portable DVD player. All right, all right, all right. Let's take it easy here. Uh, uh, the, the era of the portable DVD player was brief because they existed and then they put DVD players in cars and then portable DVD players were kind of over. I, feel I mean, like. do you want, let's, you know, not to, not to like date myself at all here, uh, but I like my early road trip days, we used to take a, it's, it's like a little mini portable TV that had a VCR player and we would like Whoa. strap that on top of a crate with like bungee cords and that would be like our on-road entertainment so that's impressive so that we we, i'm all the way back to the vcr days where i just watched toy story one on repeat literally all day every day it's my favorite (laughs) movie ever so um yeah i you know i'm familiar with the dvd era now that being said I don't sure. own any DVDs. Like I, sure. I, I currently do not have the capability of playing a DVD in my house. Like I, I would have to go somewhere else or get some kind of equipment to play a DVD. Yeah, my PS4 is my DVD ah. player. Yeah, at there this you point go. In my life. Okay. Yeah, I, maybe um, one of these days I get a PlayStation something. But. Yeah. So I played, I played this game, you know, eight, eight or nine years ago with no context for Final Fantasy whatsoever. Um. It was my friend's favorite game. He lent it to me. He was like, you have to play this. So I did. Uh, I have a suspicion, and we'll find out shortly, if the reason this took you so long is the reason I got stuck when I first played it. But I gave you the time estimate of probably half an hour to get to the short, the brief point where we stopped today. uh, Based on my playthrough this time, which took me an hour, and that is because I spent 20 plus minutes perfecting the sword fight minigame because that i is the can't help myself okay because you, you you had mentioned the whole mini game element of one we'll, we'll certainly get to this as we go through i there were two mini games though right throughout this first little section you could do the jumping rope one and then the sword fight as well i, I guess i don't know if it's like a mini game or, or you know whatever kind of vernacular you want to call it i guess they maybe seem a little different but you could you could stand there and jump rope for a hot minute if you uh-huh. wanted to really really perfecting the perfecting the ropes a la jump in is that the was that the movie? Jump 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 remember the, remember not, the not jump sure. rope? Remember the jump rope movie? Oh my gosh. All right, now I have to look this up because this was a huge thing for me in middle school because they had us all like they got us all individual jump ropes. Yeah, it's jump in 2007, a family slash sport movie currently streaming on Disney family Plus. Sport. Yeah, weirdly enough, my senior year of high school, I was not watching Jump In, <laughs> the family sport jump rope movie. Listen, uh 10-year-old Adam was really into this in like fourth grade or whatever this was for me. Kiki Palmer and Corbin Blue. Honestly, I'm gonna go watch this movie later today. Uh well, it's that- on- that's why it's on Disney, Disney Plus because Corbin Blue is in it. Yeah, I think Kiki Palmer is also a like Disney a Disney person. I, I think so, right? What else? I, I mean, she I does. Uh, no what is she? Uh, she's like really big on TikTok right now. I feel like I see a lot of her TikToks uh, popping off. She Akila and the Bee, of course. Yeah, the I guess is Nickelodeon and Disney the same thing? I don't think so because she was true. No, VP. extreme competitors. Very, at least, you oh, know, really? pre-streaming back in the nineties. Who owns Nickelodeon? Where's Nickelodeon these days? Uh, they, Paramount, I think. Really? Because SpongeBob is, was on Paramount Mountain back when they launched. Paramount Plus. <laughs> Paramount. We are yeah. way Paramount's off in. the okay. rails here. Yeah. Anyway, go watch. Uh, actually, you know, go watch Aquila and the Bee instead of Jump In because I feel like that's a much better movie. But that's only streaming on the Roku channel. So if you don't, okay, if you have the Roku channel, watch Aquila and the Bee. If you don't, you have, can the, Roku have the Roku channel. It's free. You don't have to have Roku to have the Roku channel. Oh, I don't. I don't know. And I if you know. have the Roku channel, go watch uh, Weird 
starring Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al, the quasi biopic. It is unbelievable. Wait, was that the movie? That's a movie. I think that was in theaters, right? Did you see it? I never saw it earlier this year, and I was not prepared for a movie called Weird. I was not prepared for how how weird weird it was going to be. (laughs) Um, You're you're in for a treat if you go watch Weird. But we're here to talk about Final Fantasy IX. Uh, released by Square Soft in the year of our Lord, I mean Jeff, two thousand, uh, and you start off playing as Zidane. Well, you, you do, or you rename it as Pia because I I just assumed that it was the main thing. Great. I did I did post that in the Final Fantasy channel in the Discord last night when I was playing of just like the official kickoff. Little did I know I was going to have to name a gaggle of characters, and I just kind of assumed there would be one main character. That was incorrect. So whatever. Pia is whoever that original person is. And then everyone else, I just kept their regular name. So hopefully that makes it easy enough. I There was a point, though, where I really thought about renaming everyone and just confusing absolutely everyone who's listening to this and myself included of just like i have no idea who's who but then we you know i, I, I yeah just that's the biggest reason i don't rename characters on my first playthroughs of games so that i know who i'm talking about when i'm talking to people yeah uh but i have definitely joked and i think i will do this that for my two-year twitch anniversary i'm gonna do another final fantasy 7 stream which is what i did last year but it's gonna be oops all comrades and i'm gonna rename all the characters to comrades there you go and we'll just have a party of comrades off to save the planet yeah um that would be really interesting um and not confusing whatsoever although i feel like in at least seven you'll be able to tell the difference between someone who has a gun for a hand and someone you know i feel like there's more more you can't be talking about comrade no not comrade um final fantasy nine i knew nothing about this game going in knew literally nothing just assumed that it was part of the final fantasy universe where we would see our good old trusty companions that we've come to know and love no it's apparently it's all different people it's fine whatever i it doesn't doesn't really matter to me i don't know why they don't just uh have the same characters in in these games like let us you know hang out with the characters but maybe there'll be some people that we are familiar with later on i don't know Instead, we're left with Pia, who is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're popping off over there. I'm, I'm just going to go through this, like, front to back here. I do have a full page of notes because there was some ridiculous stuff that was going on. Um, and we get our opening credits where, of course, we have a crying princess in a castle over a waterfall. No context whatsoever. And then we just are done with that. That's our opening That's our opening credits. Congratulations, Final Fantasy IX. Way to kick this off in a very boring, tropey way that gives me no information. But I guess we had the vibes. There's going to be a princess. Well done. Um, and then I, uh, we have Fake Cloud in the dark, who is Pia slash Z- Zidian or whatever. It doesn't even Zidane matter. Zidane is it's, his it's... name. I renamed him, of course, Zidane. Z- okay, that's pretty good. Um, I guess if I would have pronounced that in my head, I could have we could have gotten there. But it's Pia, whatever. I call also call, called him Fake Cloud because we have the hair situation happening, and it's like I get. Did this happen? This would have happened after, obviously, seven, because nine comes after seven. And that's math. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we are all alone in the dark here, or maybe not all alone. And we have to not light even this. Math. You know. That's counting. Yeah, that's counting. Yeah, that's just you know, that's just math. Um, math counting is math. Tell me, there's no counting is absolutely math. No. Okay, counting is it- like pre-math. You can count without knowing how to do math, but you can't do math without knowing how to count. And I believe that is like the rule of the transitive property or something, which is also math. Okay. All I, You're what, the one with a math degree, not me. I don't have a math degree. I wish I had a math degree. I'd probably, well, whatever. Analytics. Counting, whatever it is. Um, 
No, it's not. Business analytics is not math. I mean, I, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you what. Uh, Pia does not have a degree in freaking lighting candles because it takes us a million years to like just walk over the thing. And then we have to. Also, the controls on the keyboard kind of suck for this. And it's mm. like it's very it's similar to, to seven and to the other games, except like it's, it's it's just not like as obvious. I don't know. Like when I'm walking up to stuff, we get like sometimes exclamation points and there's sometimes question marks and I'm like walking over and I'm like, do I click? Do I hit enter? Do I hit V? Do I hit C? I'm still trying to figure that out, but like I'm whatever I'm bad at games. So that should not come as a surprise to anyone there, but we're, we're working through it. We're able to light the candle, strong candle. This candle freaking illuminates the entire room perfectly like an overhead light. This is an absolute torch uh going on here and I then mean, we get classic some theater <laughs> moment of oh yeah the second you light a, a light on stage the whole stage lights up yeah it just seems like we could have just turned on a light here because not one other time during this portion of the game are we going to have lighting issues but but right now whatever we're, we have to figure out how to light the candle and then our our best friends appear or goons is what i call them our three goons appear and I'm not going to lie to you, I only got the names of two of them, despite the fact that all three of them were with us the whole time. And the reason is, I didn't write it down at first, because one of the names is blank. And Correct. I'm over here thinking, this is just a placeholder until I write in the name. I'm just like, I don't need to remember this. This is They're just like, blank tells you to do this. And then eventually, I get to decide what goes in the blank, because that's how blanks work. I might not have a math degree, but that's just normal. You put a blank somewhere, boom, you're going to put a name. No, his name is blank. Whatever. Then we have Sinna or, or Chinna. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, however you I think Sinna. I've always said Sinna. Yeah, that might just be the um, the the Hunger Games in, inside of me doing wanting Sinna there. I don't know. Obviously, this came well and truly before Hunger Games, but... And then we have another one. I don't know who it is. Doesn't even really matter. Marcus. Marcus. What? A, that's a dumb name for the for the third one here. Blank, Cinna, and Marcus. Okay. A little bit all over the board in terms of like types of names. There's yeah. like a very typical name, a kind of interesting name, and then not not a Marcus. Name. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Um, okay, so we're like meeting up in front of the candle. The room is totally lit. I have a couple conceptual questions of like if we're in the main room and it was so dark that we had to light a candle, why were they off in a side room and how did they get in there without also lighting? Like, why did I light the candle? Why was it theater my responsibility? Theater people are good at walking around in the dark. Adam. No, but like I'm also a theater person. Pia is a theater person. Right. As proven later, I don't understand why it was my responsibility to light the candle. Like, can we not just turn the light on when we enter the room? Blank. Like, come on, what are we doing here? It's probably fucking Marcus's fault. Okay, anyway, we're here all together with our goon squad. We'll have a name in just a second, but um, before we do that, we have to uh, fight Blue Eyes White Dragon, uh, is, is who comes storming in the door, just like, I don't even know. What a random fight. This was, hey, if you want to learn the mechanics of how to fight in this game, here is how we are going to show you. And... <sighs> It's not my favorite. Um, you know, it's not it's not as uh, dynamic or as interesting as remake. So maybe we were a little spoiled there. Um, and also simultaneously somehow not as good as seven. But here we are. It's just our ATV bar. We're filling up. We go. We hit attack, and that's it. I haven't learned how to do anything else yet. Maybe there are spells at some point. Yeah. There was also you a defend button. Really hit a like a a real fight yet. No. These are all sort of like stage fights. They're like narrative, but they're not 
you're not in like true danger with any of the fights that you've done up to the point you've played in the game. Yeah. Um, and I will say, uh, in contrast, yeah, really in contrast to the other games that you've played up to this point, um, this job employs a class system. So you will have like a knight and you will have a white mage and you will have a summoner and you will have a black mage and they will each have their specific things that they can do. And in contrast to seven, where you can give anybody any materia and they can do anything, mm -hmm. uh, that is not the case here. So I'm going to actually have to care about items and materia and who goes where and, and what happens there. Okay. Well, you'll have to care about who has what kind of abilities depending on on where okay. you are. We'll get there. It you seems have like some a... flexibility in your party like you did in 7 where there will be times where you get to choose who yeah. you're running around with. Yes, and it does seem at this point that at least everyone has kind of an attack function, just a basic like go hit them with something. So, um okay. or at least at, at the point of this fight which was against our boss yeah, <laughs> like the leader of the theater troupe. We're fighting thief gang. Uh huh. The thief gang. Well, I I'll just say we are Tantalus. That's right. Very the very infamous thing. band of daring thieves. Tantalizing is. Uh, uh, I don't know. We have there's some personalities in there, including our boss Baku. Which you know, um, I, <laughs> I don't know what a what an interesting name Baku, and I just have to point this out because I am always on laugh watch of how are these characters laughing. Baku is a guahaha kind of guy, and so he loves the guahaha. Um, there's a couple other laughs that that we do see throughout, but that one really stood out to me as our. Uh, why did we fight our boss? What was this? What was this for? Besides to show us how to fight in this game? I think he was ah! just making a dramatic entrance, ah! and it was a mechanic ah! to show you how to fight. Yeah, but like we are okay, whatever. Um, very dramatic, Baku. But whatever. We're Tantalus. We're thieves, and we are heading to Alexandria. Um, the name of the city that we are going to. And I, I, I really do like this right at the beginning of establishing what our goal is, what our mission is. And he's like, our mission, he literally says it right now. Our mission is to kidnap the heir to the throne, Princess Garnet. Garnet? Gar Garnet. 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 Yeah. We're, we're kidnapping a princess. And so, boom, the opening title sequence comes back into play. The, the crying princess, we're kidnapping princess. Now, little bit of a little bit of a like a question mark here why are we capturing the princess i don't know uh no clue what are we what are we going there is this just like a ploy is this a we're gonna sell her for ransom like is this a like we want her baku is madly in love with princess garnet i don't know we have no idea what's going on here but everyone seems on board um said if i came to you and was like our mission us as thieves <laughs> is to go capture a princess I mean, would you be on board as Tantalus is? I mean, unlikely. Yeah. I, I just I just showed up to do some acting mm -hmm. and, you know, redistribute some wealth. Now, what I, if, I, I wasn't <laughs> planning on getting into the kidnapping game. We could, I mean, kidnapping could be a great way to redistribute some wealth. We ransom all of the all of the rich, you know, uh, I don't know what kind of hierarchy system that whatever we, we i think we, it's a monarchy yeah got going on here we get some of the wealth of the monarchy they get to keep the princess we're not gonna we're not gonna kill the princess like it's fine we're just kidnapping we're just borrowing and then it's we a get the money kidnap a little light kidnapping well we do i mean we really commit some crimes here we, i i love when a game opens up with a little bit of b and e but that's you know that's that's just me 
um, I don't know. I feel like this would be fun. A little little jaunt around Alexandria to capture the princess. Good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that we are going to do this, which I feel is honestly more indicative of us, of how we would do this, of how we would accomplish this task. Um, they're putting on a play to distract everyone while um while they go while they go kidnap the princess and the play is i want to be your canary correct now when i first saw this i really thought this was a joke like i really thought like there's no way we're gonna commit to this um not the case we commit to this more than I think I've ever committed to anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, like truly, this is they just go so hard here. Um, okay. We we'll we'll get there. Um, because I do like I I have I have the script of I want to be your canary pulled up and I I like I it's maybe too long to do a dramatic reading, but also maybe it's not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I anyway. think a time will come when we can do that, and it is not this podcast. Oh, we're we're doing a separate I Want to Be Your Canary podcast? When is that happening? Just a little one-off canary podcast? We just pull pull our own tantalus together and record it. And we (laughs) drop it in the feed. In all our free time. Oh my god, this is how we this is how we uh steal steal the great Emily. We have this is how we're gonna be. This is how we're gonna do it. We have to distract Josh with this. I want to be your canary. Um, this will work. This will. I really think it'll work. Anyway, we get to Alexandria and we are greeted by Harold, who's a bird, and he's like, "The stage is this way." You know, here you go. We also like run into people on the street. Like someone literally. This was a little. This was a little confusing to me because we basically just get plowed over. I mean, like, oh look, a ticket. Here's your ticket to the play, and I'm like, yeah. So we should say that now you're Vivi. Yeah, no, that was confusing to me too. Because like, who is this? I don't know who this is. This is this, this is, is Vivi. Vivi's on my wall right behind me. As anybody who watches my Twitch stream knows, uh, my partner bought me a print that has Vivi and a little Moogle on it that mm-hmm. now sits behind me when I'm streaming. Yes, um, but Vivi is not part of Tantalus. No, or it. Okay, because this is where I got really confused because they were like, "Oh, here's a ticket to the play," and like, "Here you go. We're walking on the street or whatever. Here's your like your ticket." And I was like. I'm in the play. I am the play. What do you mean? There's your ticket to the play. <laughs> like, I should be giving you a ticket to the play because I am performing in said play. What do you mean? And so this is a completely different person. Whatever. Wears a hat. Kind of looks like one of those things from Star Wars. I don't know what they are, what they actually are. I'm not a Star Wars person. I'm not yeah. either. I can't yeah. help you. Whoever, someone out there will get this. Um, and you should really be proud of me for making a Star Wars reference, even though it was it was kind of a half reference because I didn't actually fully get there. But like I I got there enough. I'm you know this the sand people looks like one of those things from Star Wars. Yeah, and I don't like, know what oh you're talking God. about. It's like the sand people that, that drive like the big big metal like mooses around the sand, and I don't know. Anyway, um, it doesn't even matter. They were in Mando recently, but I, I, I whatever it doesn't even, it, it really really does not matter. Because you Adam's just out here to shill for Disney Plus, apparently. No, no, I, I, honestly, I didn't even watch the latest season, Mando, but, um, and I'm certainly not watching a, a show there or whatever it is. I, whatever. Uh, although I do hear it's good, so go check out the PSR coverage of that, I guess. I, I'm pretty sure PSR's got podcasts. Anyway, we're here to talk about this, that it's been too long for us. It's been too long. I'm just off the rails. I have no idea what's going on here. This is just mayhem. Our ticket's fake. 
we have a freaking fake ticket. Someone has bamboozled us into a fake ticket. And and the way that we know this is we are going up to the ticket counter and we're talking to the ticket guy. Um, you know, give him the tickets, like, hey, I'm trying to get into the play, even though again, in my mind, I'm like, I am the play. Like, what are we doing here? And he's like, Oh no, I've seen this so many times today. I hate this. It's a fake. And then this guy has the friggin' audacity to be like, I understand how you feel with this fake ticket. There's, that's the direct, direct line of dialogue is the ticket guy who's telling us the ticket's fake is like, I understand how you feel. No, you don't. What do you mean? You don't understand how we feel. You didn't just get plowed over by Ronnie and Johnny out there on the, on the sidewalk to get a fake ticket here. You don't understand how I feel. You know nothing about me, ticket guy. But in consolation for having a fake ticket and not being able to see the play, he gives us some rando cards. And it's like, here you go. Here's here's a little bit of my card collection because even though it's my job to sit here and take real tickets, I feel so bad for you. I am such an empath that I'm going to give you my property just because you have a fake ticket. I don't know. This is a weird situation. And I also never used the cards one time this whole playthrough. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have some cards now. They could be anything. It'll continue to be an option. Yeah. And he says, I need to go find what's his face. I didn't even write down the name. Um, who do I need to go find? Something sewer sewer guy in the alley. The I, rat kid? No, but there's a, what the other name for him. It was like if you wanna if you wanna be able to learn the cards, go like go to this guy. I don't know, it doesn't even matter because I never <laughs> did it. Um, but let's get to the rat kid because I, so at this point I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do? And what am I supposed to find it? So I go over, there's like a little potion store situation with like a, uh, not an alchemist, whatever, whatever he's called synthesis maybe. Um, mm-hmm. and he and his wife are so excited to go to the play. She's like, oh my gosh, I haven't been happy in like 30 years, but now I am going to be happy going to this play. And so shout out to their marriage for being saved by my play. You're welcome. Um, power of theater there's like an inn where someone literally runs down the stairs at full speed telling me to get out of their way the whole time i thought that was really funny and i went back in there a couple different times but <laughs> it was very enjoyable um because it was like a, a, a hippopotamus person that was like also there's a bunch of animal people here i don't know if that mm-hmm. like i haven't seen that a lot in other final fantasy games so that like through, besides of course the talking dog but um I, that was like weird to me. I don't know. I, it didn't feel like in. I guess we've seen like bunny people in in four. I don't know. In fourteen, and in 14. I would say I'm playing twelve for the first time right now, and they have bunny people in twelve. Okay, and actually lots of other races so of people. Okay, so maybe it is more game. normal. Was there a lot before this though? Because I don't remember like Not any. In seven, seven is all humans besides a dog. Yeah, besides red thirteen. Yeah, yeah, dog. Labrador um, dog. Yes. Well, Labrador, and we have Rat Kid here. Um, uh-huh. As we're like going around, I'm like trying to figure out, okay, what am I supposed to do? And oh, whatever. Alleyway Jack. Alleyway I've Jack. My, I've got That's my playthrough running in the background so that I can sort of keep an eye on on what we're talking about. Well, it's uh, about to also, head off. Also, this guy's road. called Ticketmaster. This is the nicest Ticketmaster's ever ever been to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> to, Truly. To pointy hat boy. Yeah. Are we? Can we be mad at Ticketmaster for a second? The only reason I'm like really Always. mad at them recently is just because I didn't get picked for the Taylor Swift tickets in Indianapolis, which is like so close to me. Um. I, that was the only that was the only thing like I, I, also the whole this we're so off track at this point but the whole idea of like having to be selected for the opportunity to buy tickets what are we doing here how like yeah. what that's so ridiculous like if i, I really want to buy thought... tickets, just go buy a ticket 
I really thought Taylor Swift was going to take down the live ticket market monopoly. It looked oh, no. like that about a year ago, and now it does not seem like it's happening. Instead, she just like totally fueled it, and and now Ticketmaster has so much power over every single white woman between the ages of eighteen and like fifty four, um, and also you and me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I have to, I have to freaking sign up and wait in a waiting list just to have the opportunity to give you more money to go. Like. Okay. If sense. we start down the ticket match no, okay. rabbit okay. hole, we will be here till next week. Well, I have another rabbit hole to be stuck down because I'm over here meeting Rat Kid. And first of all, I get yelled at for running into a sign as I'm walking over there. <laughs> Wasn't even my fault. I didn't do anything there. I just fell over. The sign was too Poor low. Pointy hat boy. Always falling Freaking over. Pointy hat boy. Who is this? This is Vivi. This I did write Vivi. that name down. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we don't I know did. his name yet. Right now, he's Pointy hat boy. He's just Pointy but... hat boy. Yeah, whatever. So I run into the sign. I get uh, the the shop. The sign owner gets mad at me, and then he walks away. And then Rad Kid comes over, and he's like, "Hey, I have a deal for you. I'm gonna let you into this play, okay? That I have a fake ticket to. That sucks that I have a fake ticket, but but you're I'm gonna let you into this play," says Mister Rad Kid. And in return, all you have to do is be my slave. Uh-huh. And it's at this point in the playthrough that I'm like, "What in the what are we, what?" what is this where did this come from this was so out of pocket like truly there was like nothing around here that i was i i was just not expecting this whatsoever and of course like my options i I, are like yes let's do it no i don't really want to or i think the other option was like argue alleyway jack and i almost picked that third one i really should have but i was like no i like don't want to be here (laughs) so because what else are you supposed to answer to a question like this i would like to give some words of wisdom to everyone listening to this podcast right now (laughs) like truly if you're listening and anyone and i really mean anyone in your life is like hey i'm gonna do this thing for you or give you this thing and in return you could be my slave say no just say (laughs) no to those situations because it's never good it's just never good there's nothing good that could ever come out of that situation that being said this was my downfall because I said yes. no, and then I wandered around for another 20 minutes. Yep, going, that is like, exactly what happened to like, me when I, I did this the very first time. Until my friend everywhere. who was sitting there with me, letting me make my own mistakes, eventually was like, okay, I'm just going to tell you, you have to go say yes to being his slave, or you will be stuck here forever. I, I like... <sighs> I went the game lets every... you make choices, but they're fake choices. They're fake choices. I had to say yes to this. I went down every single alleyway. I talked yeah. to every single person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I freaking jump rope for uh, like days over there. I had no idea what to do. I had no idea what was going on. And then um, it was when I went back down that alleyway a second time because it kind of reset like as I walked down and then the rat boy would appear again that I was like, okay, like this is, you know, this is like what has to happen. Um and I, I, I guess I said yes, but I didn't feel good about it. Like, I, I don't I, – I did not love this. I, I don't think that this, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know about holds up because I don't know, if, you know, it's, it's a, what, 2000 game. So it's, like, a long, long time ago. I would argue that even then, maybe we pick, like, different – different terminology like can we you know assistant or like uh you know yeah uh, there's other whatever maybe it's it's a translation situation i don't know could be that it could also be that they're kids like this is rat kid and pointy hat boy is nine Um, oh really i did not know that so you'll get the little info when you're given the opportunity to name the characters Mm. it'll show you uh their gender their race their age and their dominant hand 
for whatever reason, not that that impacts anything. Um, and VV is nine and it became <laughs> throughout my playthrough. Anytime VV said something particularly, you know, profound or outrageous, I, I would follow it up with, I'm nine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Um, yeah, so whatever. We're going to be a slave, I guess, for a little bit. And our first task, as uh, after assuming this role, is to keep lookout because we're going to steal a ladder. Now, I would make the argument that if someone totally just leaves their ladder out in the middle of an alleyway, um, that you could probably just take that. Um, and I don't know if like there's stealing involved here, like maybe bring it back once you're done using it. But like, you know, if it's just out there and like this guy's precious about his ladder, maybe don't leave it out in the middle of an alleyway. Also, it doesn't even look good. Like the aesthetics are terrible. How's anyone to get into your sign shop if you have a ladder right in front of the door? Like just irresponsible business ownership. I feel like you're pretty right here. Yeah. And it's also like not even a big ladder. Like it's just like a little, like, like it's easily carryable, carryable all throughout town. Anyway, um, I told him that no one was coming because I didn't see anyone coming just, you know, because there was no one coming. And then it turns out there was someone coming, even though I didn't get to see anyone coming. And then I got mugged. I got freaking mugged for, for, uh, what was it? Seven gill? Eight? I don't even know. It's got- dangerous out here in these streets. Alexandria, uh, high crime city, I guess. Like this is full really of thieves, full of thieves, <laughs> including us though. But I didn't steal anything from anyone. So I, except I guess Vivi is except not a, a ladder. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't steal that ladder. That was the rat kid. The rat kid did it anyway. Um, and then we have just a run around town. We're running on rooftops. This is like an Aladdin moment here where we're going from place to place. I'm terrified of heights. I'll just, I'll, you know, uh, Vivi hates heights. I, I, I say, keep saying I, but the, the uh, point of view is going to be changing throughout the entire game, I guess. So like, whatever, I'm just going to say I for, for all of it, but I'm terrified of heights. And then Ratkid freaking owns me verbally whenever <laughs> I'm trying to go across. He's like, oh, you're a little scared of those heights. You're a little baby, you little baby boy. Um, yeah, I'm nine years old. Of course I'm scared of those heights. I'm nine. We're riding on top of rooftops and we're jumping across these unstable things. Also, if there are already like wood connectors between these rooftops, why are we stealing a ladder? We could have just gone back, picked up one of those wooden things, put it on top and climbed up it. Why are we stealing rando ladders from people? It does feel like the whole rooftop like network already exists yeah. and is used on a regular basis by the many thieves running about the city. Yeah. I also, I, yeah, it doesn't even make any sense to me either. Why are thieves using the rooftop? Like, that's so visible. You can see it from up there. Especially if what you're stealing is a ladder. Like, it's a, ugh, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, we keep going. Uh, we also are introduced at this point to Kupos and, or Moogles who are saying Kupo, who, who address me as Kupo. I'm Kupo. You're Kupo. We Kupo. Um, and we... <laughs> you remember um, Moggy? This is an... Oh uh, yeah, 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 remake, yeah. The kid who was dressed up like a Moogle. Yeah, and is always That's saying Kupo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we. Uh, it's a funny word. I've got a new materia for you, Kupo. Yeah, I don't think there's. Oh my god, I have. Uh, there's I no materia know. in this game. There's no. Thank God. Yeah. There's no Chadley. Uh, god bless. Um. Oh, I also wrote this down. One of the lines. Of, this is Puck, by the way. The name of Rat Kid is Puck, which, honestly is just as bad of a name as Rat Kid. No offense to any pucks who are listening. I think that's a a, a theater nod to Midsummer. Yeah, but like still, I'm I, we have <laughs> we still have to trash names here. Um 
Also, is it bad that my first like reference of the name Puck that I thought of in my head was to the character on Glee? Like, is that is that never seen it and refuse oh, to talk about okay. it? Yeah, no, that's probably good. That's that's uh, that's honestly a shockingly healthy choice. Um, anyway, <laughs> Puck says to us, oh, "Are you afraid of heights?" Well, his advice: if you're afraid of heights, just pretend you're on the ground. Oh, I, I mean that is child logic to a T. Okay. Let me just pretend I'm on the ground real quick as I jump across these freaking rooftops. Screw you, Puck. Get out of the, here. The only more useless thing he could say is, don't be. Don't. <laughs> Afraid of heights? Well, just don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we eventually are getting into the castle, um, and our play begins, and we are are no longer in VV. So, like... I a little confused at like what's going on here. And so uh, this won't be the last time that we changed perspectives. We get it again, kind of at the very end, although I like barely wrote that down. Um, we're like changing perspectives the whole time. So I think we're back to, to Pia at this point, because we are the ones putting on the play and, and we do this play. And the whole, the whole concept here is princess Cornelia, Cornelia is torn from her lover, Marcus. And then her father, whose name is Leo, which tracks that, that makes a lot of sense to me. His her father is Leo for sure. Like that's, yeah, that's very accurate. Um, Leos are bad. Is that the problem? Mm, I don't know about bad, but like a lot is the whole, you know, like a, anyway, um, <laughs> her father Leo doesn't want her to go. And then like Marcus has beef with Leo and it's a whole thing. I like have the transcript pulled up here. It's like, kind of long though like this play really goes on for a hot second they do not like mince words whatsoever and our whole group is in the play the only thing that's a little confusing to me is that they use their real names like they they have these costumes of the story but then it's like it's like their actual names yeah there's leo in quotes and cornelia in quotes and yeah marcus everyone else is just marcus blank and Cinna. Like, I don't, like, I don't really understand. Um, Nobody said I, they were a good theater troupe. It's not a good theater troupe. It's re- I mean, it's really, really not. Um, gosh, I feel like there has to be some kind of, just like some kind of reading here. Um, maybe just the beginning as, as, as we go. Um, or scene two really kind of pops. That's Give where people they, a taste. That's where they hit their stride. And so um, Cornelia is, uh, do, do you want to play one of these roles then? Can we, I mean, is there... Do you mean, uh, let me, let me, if, let me if you drop me the link, I will, me, uh, I can look send at you the it with script you. here. I oh, want boy. to be your canary script from final fantasy.fandom.com. This is the yes, wiki classic. here. Yeah. Classic resource. Um, yeah. This okay. is, I mean, this is really good stuff here. Um, okay. Do you, uh, you want to do the Marcus and Cornelia scene? Let's do the Marcus and Cornelia scene. This is scene two. <laughs> Blank is also in there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay do you want to be cornelia or do you want to be marcus uh, whatever you would what are you prefer. what are you feeling okay i'll be i'll be cornelia okay, uh great marcus and then uh, we'll do like a little you know a man clad in a black yeah. hooded cloak walks on stage <laughs> cornelia approaches him sweet marcus i fear i love thee more than i should princess wilt thou be happy married to a lowly peasant such as i Privy, call me princess no more. Marcus, wilt thou truly cherish this so extra? Cherish me, the king's only daughter? Or is such a desire too dear to wish for? After our nuptials, shall I become no more than a puppet? A mindless puppet, never to laugh, never to cry. I wish to live my life under the sky. At times I shall laugh, at times cry. 
for no life is more insincere than that lived as a masquerade. So much consideration thou hast given it, but worry not, they embrace. <laughs> Cast away thy trappings of royalty, and I shall swaddle thee in a gown of pure love. Never again will I part from thee. Pray, my love, make me thy canary to keep forever in the cage of thy bosom. <laughs> Let us embark on the first ship tomorrow, before dawn can tell of our elopement. All my fortunes at thy foot I lay, and I shall follow thee throughout the world. No cloud, no squall shall hinder us. Marcus turns around and walks off stage. Oh, love is the sweetest joy and the wildest woe. All I wish is to be by my sweet Marcus's side. All right. I think that gives people a pretty solid sense of the level of language they are working with in this play. It is is this level the whole time. And you have to like really scroll on this thing to get to the bottom. Like this is, this is. Yeah. I voice acted the whole thing on the stream, Adam. It was a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot happening. Um, I'm going to have to go watch it because this is, this is especially like when King Leo shows up, there's like five scenes. There's uh, maybe even more. Like it's It's, so long. Substantial. Um, and I like only really tracked like kind of what was happening tangentially. Like I really was not like laying on every word here. Like I didn't really, you know, it it was whatever. Like I, I kind of got there. Um, however, after this or during this kind of as, as the princess is escaping, as we are doing our distraction, we're doing such a good job distracting. We have a little sword fight moment. We have a. Um, myself and uh, I think it's blank, right? Or is it Cinna? I don't even know. It's blank, yeah. Blank. Myself and blank. Blank is are... wearing a belt around his head. Unclear. Yeah, it was giving a little Looks frat like energy. Looks like he can't see. Honest. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on here. Blank is kind of a weird dude. I mean, if you have a name like Blank, I guess, but great hair though. You like the hair? Yeah. The is it the, the best big hair red hair the... sticking up? I love it. Okay, is that like the best hair of the um of the of the group here? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Okay, I could see it. I don't. I don't know if I'm like completely. I mean, Sina's wearing a chef's hat, so we got no idea what's going on. Well, but I kind of like this. I kind of like the chef's hat. Like, I I feel like that. Like, I want to know what he's cooking up. You know, Zidane has this weird blonde, like not quite Bob, and there's a little ponytail in the back, and it's all it's not good. Yes, um, like it was giving like a little bit of cloud, but like not really. Is the yeah, and then Marcus. I think has a bandana on. So the only like real hair we get is Blank's hair and it's great. Yeah. And you like it. Okay. That's uh that's good to know. I don't have any attractive disrankings up to this point just because we're I not that far in the okay. game. But we'll, you know, we'll we'll see if we get there. Um okay, so we're doing our sword fight, and this was this was a lot. And so we are, I mean, we are really doing doing it all out here. We are really doing our best. We are giving everything we have to this sword fight. We are really like putting our putting ourselves on the line here um and we have to just press some buttons after blank does like the initial move we have to follow suit and it is here where i say why is blank not following me i have the directions i i have a vision for what this could be <laughs> I and i would like blank to follow my lead i don't understand why i have to follow his lead anyway we have to press some buttons and i'm pretty sure that I was only pressing two of the three correct buttons because it was like C V. And then there was like the play button. And I think I was hitting shift when I probably should have been hitting enter, or maybe I was hitting enter when I should, I don't know because my percentages for how many nobles I impressed were pretty pathetic. All things considered. Um, Like it was, it was pretty sad. And I don't know if it was like, 
I really need to like press this faster because I re- I didn't like miss any of the buttons because there's just three buttons. Like it's easy enough to click the right button, but I maybe I just like wasn't fast enough. But I truly think I was just not hitting one of the buttons correctly. Mm. The highest I was able to get you, I did this two times, um, which is more times than you probably thought that I did it. Yeah, I definitely thought you would do it once and move on with your well, life. Well, the problem is the, the first time I got a 33 out of 100 nobles. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's pretty sad. Like, this is not like great. I, you know, I'm not going to do this 100 times, but like I've, I can do better than 33. Um, and then on my second time through, I got 47. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I, I'll, I'll live <laughs> with 47 out of 100. Like, we probably could get better. I could do this more times. But like who's got time for this? Like I, you know, I was already over an hour into the playthrough at this point, not a save point in sight. Like truly yeah. this. Was I good. had like many conflicting feelings because of course I want to do the sword fight. Right. And of course I want to do the mini game. Well, but I don't care at all about impressing nobles. So yeah. I had, you know, many feelings happening um, on the switch. You have, all of the directional buttons and a b x and y so you actually have a total of eight buttons you may have to be pushing and i didn't realize they were using the directional buttons so i was pressing the corresponding letters mm. for the directions for a while um so i would say the first half of my attempts i wasn't even pressing half of the correct buttons. <laughs> um and then once i was i you have to hit every single one of them right in order to get impress queen brawn which is the ultimate goal yeah I did not impress Queen Braun at all. Yeah, I just got up to 47. I'm assuming you eventually got up to 100 and were able to do this fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, okay. But it probably took yeah, you like But a as minute. I told you, it, I spent over 20 minutes on this fight just listening to uh, Vaya Flamenco or whatever this song is called. Mike Edwards loves this song. It was, um, I mean, it was very like exciting. It was like a, it, 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 it kind of felt like I was getting like Margs and chips and queso somewhere. Like I was really like <laughs> out and about on town. Like that was kind of what it was feeling I mean, like. That and sounds like a dream. I would love to get Margs and chips and queso out somewhere. Sword That'd fighting be... and then getting Margs and chips and queso, a perfect evening. Yeah. And if you get rid of the sword fighting and then it's really a perfect <laughs> um unless it's like real sword fighting that could be fun but i don't know um this was very much like pretend could we i mean i know that you could pull this offset because this is like what you do as as like a person like you're able to actually accomplish this could do you think that like you and i could do this fake sword fighting like could we impress queen Braun? I mean, I could teach you. It depends on how fast you pick up choreography, but the choreography is not actually that. It hard. wasn't that difficult. I just, w- I have to say, I cannot be the one that is like jumping, jumping. up as you are like swinging the sword around. That would I have also to be wouldn't the, uh, choreograph that many uh, leg yeah. sweeps with broadswords, which is what they're fighting mm-hmm. with. Yeah. What about doing splints to the ground when you're ducking? Is that is that in your repertoire? Not really. I mean, I can duck. Like I can I can get pretty low. Like I'm able to like bend the knees and the legs and like I I can get low, but it's not going to be like it's not going to be horizontally. It's not, yeah. not like it's just it's straight down. There's not going to be a lot of horizontal. These boys movement. were doing some like drag queen splits it to was get impressive. out of the way of these of these head cuts. Yeah. The well, I guess I guess it wasn't that impressive. It was like forty seven percent impressive. <laughs> so even though they were literally doing splits every four seconds, I uh-huh. think we could pull this off. Like, what percentage do you think we could get to? Could we like pull uh... an eighty? I would say at least in the seventies, probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. I I would take that. Um. Okay, we do the sword fight. It was just, so, it was so much and it was just so over the top. Um, great. 
Okay, let's see. Um, then we're done with um, we're done with Pia for the rest of the time that I'm playing through. We're also done with Vivi for the rest of the time that I am playing this time. So let's go to the final little piece here, which we didn't really get that far into because I, I saved basically as soon as yeah, I could. And so there's not a ton. Um, but I we kind of go upstairs. We're trying to, to steal the princess. We're trying to get up the princess. The princess is like hiding her face in like a big robe or something. I don't even know. And then we're like inspecting her face. Like, Hey, let me see your face as well. Let me, let me just take a look at your face real quick. It's very yeah. aggressive, aggressive. Way to so she to is wearing, um, I don't think you would know this, but this is, uh, like the generic white mage robe. Like if you play the early, the earliest oh, okay. final fan, the very first final fantasy, where all of your sprites are just like generic class icons, mm -hmm. the white robe with like the red triangles on the front of the hood and on the uh, like hemline, that's the white mage robe. Okay. So she is a white mage is what we are being telegraphed at this point. Potentially. Yeah. Okay. Potentially. Interesting. Okay. Um, that'd be fun. I think I played a, a white mage in 14. I think you did also. I think that's right. Some kind of, you were some kind of healer. Well, I know I played all the different mages because I also tried red mage for a while, and then I think I did, <laughs> I did blue. I don't even know. Um, it's been so long since I played fourteen. Should we get back into fourteen? I don't have time for. This, I might. Actually. I'm unemployed. I have time. God, I'm doing. I would love to be unemployed one of these. Josh days. really wants um, the uh, the people play fourteen and podcast about the story of fourteen podcast. Done. So, when is it happening? Let's well, go. Well, Okay, we'll talk about I'm ready. it. We'll after, we yeah. can make that happen. I'm ready after, maybe after nine, once we get... the pro Okay, <laughs> the, this is a little 14 moment here. The problem with 14, the story is so convoluted. It is so convoluted. There are a billion people in a billion quests, but it, I think it would be really fun to go through, actually. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm very interested in that. The problem is, I don't like a game where there's like a recurring subscription fee. That's the annoying part to me, that it's like, I don't want to have to like pay per month. It's like, a, you know, yeah. keep playing that. Anyway. Okay. Uh, we're almost done here. As we like stopping the princess, the princess absolutely barrels us over as she rushes down the stairs. Like we get we get plowed here, um, and like spun around dizzy. Even though we just put on a really impressive sword fight, so you know, whatever. Well, she princess. didn't see it because she was busy trying to escape. She was busy trying to escape, which like I guess like perfect for us because we're trying to get her out of there. So I don't know how that's gonna go, but we'll see. Um, and then we see some freaking clowns. Zorn and Thorn. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Zorn? Uh-huh. Zorn? That's yeah. the name? Zorn and Thorn? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, and they're just like bopping around. They keep going in the wrong direction. And they're like, oh, I know what direction I'm going in. Are you sure? No. Yeah. There's I really don't like them, and I hope that we do not have them for too long, but whatever. Um, because they also like contribute nothing. They're just like out there, oh, where's the princess? Like she's gone in this game. And then they go and tell she's not in this game. She's not, she's she's gone, <laughs> whatever. And then um they tell the king guy whose name I did not write down. Um, whose movie is that Leo? Is that, is that the who? king guy? Who do they tell? Who do they because they go okay? They I'm go gonna... to try and tell Queen Braun. Oh, is that who it is? I thought it was a king. And they get stopped by Steiner and Beatrix. Be okay. Steiner is the knight. Steiner's the guy that we play. Yeah, we're playing as Steiner kind of at this point on as we're like going through and investigating and trying to like, you know, go around and find the princess. And Steiner gets told, is it by Queen Braun? Is that who it is? That to go the find the green the lady with the, the like blonde. <laughs> 
hair sticking out of the side wearing kind of like a viking helmet yeah it's possible i yeah. thought there was a dude so it, yeah. whatever it's fine um Steiner gets told by queen Bronn to go find the princess i can't believe she's escaped oh no oh no terrible and then basically steiner just runs around and then we find a safe point we like oh well i guess steiner encounters some of the naked guards that we had taken out earlier because our um supreme squad of blank and pia are out there <laughs> roaming around in some smelly guard garb here yeah. um and so steiner's like why are you naked in in this castle which uh, uh, you know also why are there no clothes underneath the metal armor like are yeah, you they're, de- they're definitely would be granted are you, like, they're wearing the... like they're wearing like leotards but there is clothing like there should there be should clothing be. there should be some clothing there although i guess like that would explain why the armor is so smelly and like why they're like oh this stinks yeah it's deeply unpleasant it yeah, does not I don't hold need... up under scrutiny at all no, i don't need any part of that and so well, i think steiner is like sniffing right through it too he's like this is not like what's going on here um and then we find the save point so that is like as far as i have gotten so far in final fantasy 9 I don't know if like that was a, a a lot. It felt like you know an hour and a half. That's how long it took me or something. But we've been introduced to being uh, like playing as three different characters. So we have Pia so far. We have Vivi, and then we have Steiner. Um, I, like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this goes. Like obviously we're going to be kidnapping the princess. Like that's the general idea. The princess is also trying to escape. I think this could be really really interesting if the whole game plays out over the course of like this one night and we just keep going back and forth between different perspectives and like how to play that out i my guess is that that's not going to be what happens but it'd be cool if it did that'd be that'd be that'd be pretty cool um i'm definitely most invested in pia at this point i don't understand why vv is even in the game yet so whatever we'll get there and then steiner i don't know if i love playing as like the head of the military guard here of the yeah the captain monarchy. of the pluto knights yeah i don't know looking around in his armor clank 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 yeah do we like steiner the of the castle is steiner like a good do you, do you like steiner he? Well, like at this point like are we at this um, point yeah. no he's just a grumpy man he's just a grumpy point. man yeah well i've been there that's you know uh, it happens um but yeah that's as far as i've gotten in final okay. fantasy nine as we point. finish up here, uh, while we are still fresh off of talking about the lack of clothes under the knight's armor, uh, I dropped a link in the chat for you to Zidane's page from the same Final Fantasy fandom wiki. Uh, let's talk about Zidane's outfit real quick because I cannot get over it. What is going on here? Okay, wow. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go top to bottom. Is is how we should we should also post this link. I mean, people probably know in the Discord. They we know. Should, we should. We'll we'll just you know go uh, go throughout this thing. Zidane Tribal, by the way, his last name is Tribal. That never comes up. <laughs> I wonder like uh, how that translation works. Like I wonder if that's like a different. Yeah. I don't know. Happy we'll see. Happy almost Survivor 45 to all who celebrate starting next week. <sighs> Should I watch Survivor this year? This season ten? Is it going to be? Yeah, even good? get in the draft, Adam. Get in the Discord in the, draft. I feel like I always play. do the draft when I do bad, and then it's like I don't, I don't know. I'll just maybe I'll pick four people just randomly and see what happens. Yeah, um. Okay, so top to bottom on this art here, it looks like the hair was photoshopped on, but then dragged too slightly down. <laughs> Like it just it feels like it feels like there's a bump it all over the scalp. Is wow. Happens, so. Another thing I would not have expected you to have in your arsenal is knowing what a bump it is. You know, everyone knows what a bump it is. Everyone knows. Those those freaking commercials. Um, okay, and then there's a shoelace tied around the neck. That's a little <laughs> weird. 
Um, okay. And then we have like a, a little, I don't even know what this is. Like a, like a, <laughs> just like a top, like a jean jacket top, but then we're wearing like a white t-shirt underneath it. And it's like, what are we trying to hide here? It's like well, a vest. It's like a, like- yeah, it's like a white tank top, but with like a Victorian, like frilly collar. And then there's like a blue, maybe denim, maybe not vest over yeah. it. And then he's wearing what should be like a gun holster, uh, like a shoulder holster for a gun, but it's not. It's just straps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we also have like blue gauntlets on on the arms, which are yeah. huge. They're Gloves huge. with giant, giant cuffs. Yeah. That look like they should be end of a the end of like sleeves of a pirate coat. Yeah. But there I are mean, no they're sleeves. Like, they're so big. No, I do like that look. The sleeveless, <laughs> that is good because we do have like some muscle in there. But yeah, we have One like One thing Final shirts. Fantasy will do. They will put a protagonist in a turtleneck with no sleeves. Yeah, no, we are not interested in sleeves here at, at all. I We hate sleeves, uh, famously. Um, okay, then we have a way too long belt that isn't really latched. It's just like kind of folded around and then just drooping. And then um, let's see here. We yeah, it's a, a pirate. It's like a very piratey styled belt. Well, that's just like wrapped around and looped a couple of times, just hanging out. I kind of want it to be darker, though. Is the only problem. Then we have a tail. Oh, you should mention the tail. I don't yeah, know what Zidane that means. Has a tail. Zidane has a tail. Pop off Zidane. Um, and then <laughs> shoes that are roughly 14 sizes too big as we get down here and it's like a half it's like a if a sneaker had a little bit of a lift and then also was a boot that's like skinny jeans into sort of pirate boots mm, i i think that the the toe situation the toe caps the toe caps i think definitively make this not pirate i think you just want things to be pirate i think it's like i mean always yeah you're a big pirate person um you wouldn't catch these these shoes on a pirate ship there's no way no, but the like big open top with the folded over bit, that's yes. very piratey. The top half of the the boot half of the shoe yeah. is very piratey. And then the bottom half is like on the brink of wingtips. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I this is a this is a weird There's look. There's a lot going on in this I don't outfit. think I could pull this off. I I'm like maybe maybe you could pull this off. I mean, I, is Zidane I, pulling this off? No, I don't think so. That's the thing. <laughs> like I don't even really think so. Um I, okay, I really think that if you get rid of the gauntlets on the arms, then we're in a, like a much better spot here. Yeah, the gloves with the giant cuffs are uh, it, it, like inexcusable. They make like, no sense. It's 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 there's no utility. There's no style. There's no got warmth. There's no like it doesn't like, like it doesn't lace. make any sense. Yeah, it really. If we got rid of those, I think we're actually in a really good spot. But unfortunately, uh-huh. those and are just maybe so prominent. <laughs> Well, I uh, maybe I can forgive the shoes. I don't know. I famously don't even really like shoes. Like I hate wearing shoes, but those famously, are famously. <laughs> anyway, that's this. I like maybe two out of ten, three out of ten. Like I'm. This is wow. Okay, this is, it's a really tough situation. But yeah, there you go. That's the Dane. Uh, maybe next podcast we'll do another character. We'll just go. We'll go through all the looks one by one. In every podcast. Yeah, we'll I, I proposed in the chat that we should do an if look <laughs> podcast for uh, the whole crew of Final Fantasy IX because we're gonna get. There's a lot going on. Yeah, for sure. This is it's, it's a lot. Um, it's yeah. a lot. 
there you go. That's uh that's the first little bit of uh Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah, I don't that know how far we're gonna be able we to go. Are, but... uh, that's where we're stopping at this point for today for our plenty to chew on in this little kickoff that we did here. Um if I were a slightly better podcaster, I would have prepared where we should stop for next time. Uh, honestly, doing uh, that during the podcast makes the most sense to me. We're just flying by the seat <laughs> of our pants here, people. Okay. If you want more prepared stuff, this is not the podcast for you. This is full chaos. We don't know what's going on here. Can you imagine the yeah. one where we're doing all of the 14 story? I can barely keep track of this story. We're going to be, I mean, we'd be so in the weeds there. It'd be it's really tough. Funny. It's okay. it's so sprawling 14, but it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. No, that's definitely all I'll not. say. Are people still playing 14? Maybe that's the one thing that I don't really know. Are, pe- are like, is there still a group that like plays? I mean, or certainly just... people are still playing 14. Yes. Are our people playing 14? Not, not as much. Not really. Okay. Not well, as much. get back out there. Get into the world of Aorzia, <laughs> right? Is that the that's yeah the Aorzia? Uh, I truly am considering coming back. So, if folks are interested in playing, uh, let me know. It's always more fun to play with friends um and i would i would certainly be down i have the time these days in a way i did not for quite a while uh all right i think where we will do where we will play through for next week we'll finish alexandria castle oh we'll do this yeah let's say definitely through the evil forest Oh, uh, and then if you can do the ice cavern, I would say also do the ice cavern. Okay, so through the evil forest is what I'm hearing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. It's hard for me to gauge off the top of my head uh, how long that will take you. Yeah. Um, I did, uh, when I had finished, let's see, I'm looking right now. When I had finished the ice cavern, I was three hours into my playthrough. And that's the first hour was the part that you played for today. Hmm. Okay. So if you could manage what is maybe another two hours for next week, then you could get through the ice cavern, which I think would be doable. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we get through. Yeah. We'll keep you posted in the discord as to what's going on. You can hang out with us there by joining us at patreon.com slash post show recaps. You can also join my discord. Hit me up if you want to do that. Find me playing Final Fantasy currently 12 on Twitch at twitch.tv slash hard rock hope. Adam, what do you have going on? uh yeah you can find me on twitter piano man adam one as well as uh, over on one indescribable podcast we just did freaky friday the movie and we're also doing uh some musical podcasts where todd and i are pitching musicals to lindy to watch so go check that out as well that's at one cxg podcast on twitter um doing doctor who with uh kevin and melissa we are into uh really really good stuff with the matt smith there we just did the time of angels and so we're going to be uh finishing up that two-parter this upcoming week um also uh the return of sex education uh has happened one of my favorite shows it is so ridiculously funny and myself uh jess sterling and ariel are covering that also for post show recaps so go check that out we just released a podcast for the premiere and they'll be doing another podcast for the next couple of episodes as well but all of the final season of sex education is dropped on netflix so go check that out as well um and then you know in the final fantasy channel on discord tell us who you want us to to do their look next we want to know who should we be talking about next in terms of their look we just did pia slash zedane slash zedane um who should we do next vv yeah let us know we'll do a we'll do an Issa look assessment 
uh, each episode as we go through all of the characters here along the way. We will make plenty of friends and we can talk about them. Uh, thank you all for listening this morning, afternoon, whatever time it is when this is hitting your feeds or your ears. Uh, once again, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash post show recaps or just subscribe to this feed or other feeds at uh, postshowrecaps.com slash final fantasy. Share it with your friends if you're having a good time and you know some folks who like video games. Um, also, I will I will acknowledge since we've been off for a little bit. That with the uh, SAG-AFTRA and WGA strikes, SAG-AFTRA has authorized a strike for interactive media, which would mean video games. um, And they are voting on that strike this week. Uh, So by the time we next meet, we will know if video game folks are also on strike. And perhaps we will address what that means uh, for the world of video games moving forward. But until then, uh, stay safe out there in Alexandria or wherever you are, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.